What's up, everybody? We're back. This is the Work Rate Podcast, first time in two months. Yeah. Because I went on vacation, and then Brad's computer blew up, and I yeah. just didn't tell anyone it happened. Yeah. He just disappeared off the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, was I paying for this fucking podcast service for two months that I wasn't using it? Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, I was. Um, did I know when we were coming up? when we were going to come back no i didn't um brad's on like fucking fill-in computer right now yeah bought myself a little chromebook just to hold over till i could save up for a a full-time laptop so (laughs) yeah because the fucking macbook pros are fucking like a lifetime's worth of money yeah (laughs) and they've got me over a fucking barrel because i'm a I do my fucking Photoshop on that shit. So yeah. every day I'm doing my work. It's like, please don't die. Please don't die. Please don't die. <laughs> it was it was time for my computer to go. I've had it since 2012. So I was shocked. Yeah. <laughs> my computer's like three years old and it's like <laughs> what I'm doing. That's that shows you how much the fucking Photoshop takes out of it. Holy mm-hmm. mother of God. Yeah. Um but yeah, so the fucking AEW and just wrestling landscape in general has changed dramatically mm-hmm. since we've been since we've been here. CM Punk's back. Yeah, <laughs> He's it was coming back. It was um, touch and go until last night's episode, and then fucking AEW is still expanding despite their uh, viewership having stagnated. Um, fucking. Uh, the BCC are heels now and kind of just look like Nazis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just look like fucking proud boys out there, which I kind of, I kind of like. They look like hooligans. They're yeah. fucking terrifying, man. Mm-hmm. Like, they're fucking terrifying. They just show up behind you and like fuckers run. Yeah, <laughs> like horror villains. Like the, for the longest time, I kept saying Claudio is too nice to be in this group. And now he's the scariest fucking man on the face of the mm-hmm. earth. Oh yeah. Um, Lord help me. It's to me. It's like uh, I mean I don't watch WWE, but I feel like the fans who love Imperium, this is that for AEW. Yeah, I can see that. Big dudes that'll just like, beat you up. <laughs> just just men who love the sport that just show up and just murder you. Yeah. Like just murder you. Um, so scary, so good on the mic too. Mm-hmm. Incredible on the mic, the mm-hmm. most natural shit you've ever seen. We got speak of other shit that's going out down. Forbidden two, Forbidden Door two is happening in like fucking three weeks. Yeah, and I'm going to that. Hey, that's gonna be fun. I'm not going to the collision the day before because. I am in my late 30s, and last time I bought two tickets for something, I didn't go to night two. I didn't know. I just, I was like, I'm too old. Mm -hmm. I'm tired, and that shit gave me COVID. Yeah. That's (laughs) awesome. I don't, like, it was brutal. I was was a wreck after one night of AEW. I was like, nah, I'm not going to Rampage. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's a live one. And it was good, apparently. It was, like, the best Rampage they did. And it's like, no, I'm not doing that. So I'm, hopefully I'm going to see, like, Kenny versus fucking... Uh, it's probably going to be Kenny Osprey. versus Osprey, yeah. You would think so. 
Well, because New Japan is doing that little tournament. They do the, the fucking, fucking first pay-per-view before they get to the second pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. So we're it's like I wish they could spread these Forbidden Door pay-per-views out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. do it like a month and a half after the first one because this happened last time too, where they couldn't do a build for Forbidden Door because mm-hmm. they had to do the build for something else first. It's probably double or nothing last year too. And then everyone cried. Because there's no build, and then it was the best pay per view. I'll just say that is my yeah favorite show of the year. So <laughs> who cares? And the reason why they couldn't do the build was because people kept getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got hurt. Punk got hurt. Punk got hurt right when they announced he was facing Tanahasi. Got hurt, wrestled, and then got hurt again at Forbidden Door, which is mm-hmm. why we didn't have him for so long. And oh yeah, Adam Cole's back. Mm-hmm. That's something else that happened. I think. I don't. Yeah. Know. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't remember think so. It was, Wimbley. Was, it was March when yeah. last time we did a podcast. Yeah. Actually, maybe even before then, maybe, maybe February. Like, that's how long it's been. It was winter. Mm-hmm. It was fucking yeah. winter last time we did a podcast. Yeah. Winter yep. came and went. Don't um, podcast on 13-year-old MacBooks and you should be fine. Or 10-year-old yeah, MacBooks. <laughs> your fucking shit was sizzling, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, that shit was a fajita. Yeah, but Wembley's happening now, and they have they announced yes. how many tickets they've sold so far? Is I know the last time I checked, it's, it's like almost close, seventy. It's probably close to seventy now, but mm-hmm. it was like sixty-five last time I checked a few a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and that's still with no card announced or some anything. guy like a really cool thing. Um, some guy did some like uh, did some coding. He was like he's like in coding school. So he's like, I'm gonna, I'm develop. He developed this thing where he like analyzed the Ticketmaster and the numbers, and like developed a coding thing where he says like, it looks like it's around seventy <laughs> at the time. But then officially, from what's it called, the uh, WrestleTix guy, which is <laughs> the guy that you want to follow if you want to know about tickets. Yeah, that dude's um, his whole Twitter account is nuts. I think he's got like a Patreon too and stuff, which is crazy. Yeah, no, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, he he posted it's like sixty five or something like that. Um, but it's hard because it's like what tickets have moved. But essentially, it looks like it's going to be a sellout. Mm-hmm. This is before any matches. Yeah. So like, if they start fucking, oh yeah, another guy, Roderick Strong's here now. Yeah. It's fucking sweet. I it's it's like as someone who was not a a WWE guy. Finally, getting to watch Roderick Strong again is crazy. Not oh, that yeah. they were barring me from watching Roderick Strong, but um, he's so fucking good. It's funny because yeah, he's, he's he's super fucking bland, mm-hmm. but his ring work is so good it does not matter. Yeah, this man doesn't have to say a fucking word. He's like a kind of like a modern day Dean Malenko, if you look at it that way. Yeah, he just looks he just looks like a dude, but then he'll just kill you when you get in the ring. Like if Dean Malenko could bench press 850 pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was telling you that CM Punk said the strongest person he's ever been in the ring with is Roderick Strong. Like he'll just, yeah, if, if, if he'll, if you don't want to do something, he'll make you do something <laughs> in the ring. He's, he's fucking scary to watch. Like the strength of the, and I've heard that before mm-hmm. that Roderick Strong is pound for pound, like the strongest wrestler in the world. Mm hmm. Because uh, he's not—he's not a big man. He's basically a cruiserweight. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah. he's a uh, he's so fucking strong. He it gets is. like the heavy heavies up over his mm-hmm. shoulder. Like when when he did his debut and he just fucking half and half fucking um Hager fucking Jake Hager like he was nothing. I mean Jake mm-hmm. Hager was a hundred percent just doing a backflip, but mm-hmm. that's how that's how suplexes work. Because mm-hmm. like uh, the guy taking it is doing the, the is doing the heavy lifting in this mm-hmm. scenario, but yeah, he fucking he tosses dudes like he's fucking Taz. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I don't even know what. Oh yeah, the fucking game's here now. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Yo, that game is coming out in about a month. A month time. Yeah. Which is fantastic. I'm counting down. You can pre-order physical copies right now, but you can't pre-order like the PlayStation version. So, but it says standard edition. So I'm like, ooh. So that means there's a not standard edition coming. Yeah, I'm sure you'll get like, like how Street Fighter's doing it now. Like if like I got the digital version, but if I wanted to, I get the digital deluxe, or comes with like the first set of season pass fighters. Yeah. I bet they'll do something yeah. like that with the. Well, here's game. the thing. I actually I fucking don't have it in front of me. I'm going to see if I can find it. Hold on a sec. Okay. Um, I'm going to look up the AEW Fight Forever roster. There's somebody that's still on there that made me laugh when I saw it, and it's Cody Rhodes. <laughs> so he's yeah, still on the roster? They said he's going to be on that. Um, yeah, I mean, they signed contracts and stuff for it, so he was still working for the company. So I get it. Can't back out on the contract, but it's just funny that yeah. he's still... No, and they said like he was he was integral to... to having it made so mm-hmm. they weren't going to not have a minute um I mean, it's basically og aew so i'm gonna run through this list here because there's some interesting names that aren't on it mm-hmm. and some interesting ones that are abaddon's on it interesting name this is alphabetical of course adam mm-hmm. cole that's a that's one that was very much at risk of not being on it obviously yeah. he's going to be because he's he's heading up their video game yeah uh, streaming division right now so like there's no way he wasn't going to be there um hangman adam page of course Britt baker of course Brody lee that's of note mm-hmm. there was no way they weren't going to put him in there though no for sure brian danielson that one again we've known about he him being in it but when they were talking about the uh the freeze that they had to put on the roster in order to get the game done mm-hmm. was they mentioned that right at the time that Adam Cole, Brian Danielson, all those guys came in, all those guys were coming in. So it was like, Oh, these guys might be DLC. Yeah. No, he's in there. Bunny's in there. Chris Jericho, of course, Christian cage is in there. Chuck Taylor, CM Punk of note, because they, they changed the cover around, right? (laughs) Well, yeah, because he was technically suspended. They didn't mm-hmm. know if he was going to be gone, if they were going to be able to bring him back. Um, and there's no, there's news on how they've been able to do that. We'll talk about that. Um, Cody Rhodes, Darby Allen, Sheeta, Jade Cargill. That's interesting. I wasn't sure if she was confirmed. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, no, she's on the cover. So of course yeah. she is. Um, That's true. John Silver, John Moxley, Jungle Boy, Keith Lee surprised i'm genuinely surprised he's in it yeah yeah because he came pretty he came last year right he debuted for aw last year yeah he well because he's right around the time when they said there are certain signings that won't be in the game and people are going to be upset but it Mm -hmm. is what it is yeah um 
Kenny Omega, Chris Statlander, Lance Archer, um, which again, interestingly, when's the last time we saw Archer? He's basically just a New Japan wrestler right now. Yeah, he's like wrestles. Um, yeah, but they still give him like an AEW title card when he comes out in New Japan. So sure, no, he is signed to AEW, but mm-hmm. it's basically he basically he must have just asked AEW like, hey, can I? Because obviously there's not that much room to get on TV right now. Can I go wrestle mm-hmm. New Japan? And Tony Khan was like, hey, yeah, go. Mm-hmm. Go be on TV or go go wrestle. It's It only helps AEW to get... He's basically an ambassador over there. Yeah. Um, Matt Hardy, Matt Jackson, Miro. Again, another interesting one. Oh, yeah, Miro's back we now. Seen Miro. <laughs> we hadn't seen Miro in a long time. And Miro's back. He's going to be on Collision which is fun. <laughs> MJF, Nick Jackson, Nyla Rose, Orange Cassidy, Owen Hart. Um, oh, I forgot he's in the game. That's awesome. Yeah, he's in it, and the tournament's in it, which is cool. <laughs> um, Pac is in it. Paul White, which is funny, because he's had like a, a third of a match. <laughs> um, Penta L0M, Ray Phoenix, Ricky Starks, who for me is of note, and I'll tell you why in a bit. Um, Ruby Soho, another interesting one. She could have easily not been in the game. Mm-hmm. Sammy Guevara, Sting, which is awesome. Um, Thunder Rosa, Trent, and Yuka Sakazaki. So there's a lot of names that aren't in here. None of the House of Black. Black yeah, I was just saying. The whole House none of Black. Yeah. Powerhouse Hobbs, not in the game. He was signed a long time mm-hmm. before they put the freeze on. FTR not in the game. Um, I remember the FTR thing. That was kind of like a little controversy for a while. But then, like, is Dax? I think came out and said basically. Yeah, he, he said that we we went to Tony Khan. <clears throat> we asked him what the fuck's going on, and he gave us a reason that we said okay, that makes sense. So to me, that says they're headlining in uh, a DLC. I was gonna say they're gonna be like the headliners for DLC Pack One or something like that. Yeah, I was thinking maybe Ring of Honor DLC. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I would do do a ring of honor DLC with guys that are all kind mm-hmm. of like signed to both. Um, because it basically is, uh, that, that is generally the case. Mm-hmm. Um, the fucking women's champion isn't in the game. Jamie hater. Yeah. That's nuts. <laughs> Which is fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like go down the roster, like a uh, swerve. Not in the game. That's why the Keith Lee one was surprising mm-hmm. to me because they basically debuted at the same time. Yeah, is they claimed in how it? To, how to, how, uh, their music's in it, so they must be. Okay, I can't remember if you said Anthony Bowens or not. Or no, I didn't. So to me, that's well. Here's the thing: this is um, Sports Illustrated actually that has this, but they have mm-hmm. a video games section, which is kind of cool. I didn't know that. But uh, these are all the confirmed people to date. And it says stated plan is for the game to receive regular updates and DLCs with new roster members. So this is just the launch list. So okay. this is what they're saying. This is so far. But if you think back to No Mercy and WWE 2000 or whatever. WrestleMania WWF 2000. 2000 WrestleMania mm-hmm. 2000. It was a WWF game. That's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, those games had unlockable characters within the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I imagine there are wrestlers that you can unlock throughout the game. Mm-hmm. Because that Kenny Omega's making this game. 
<laughs> this is this is the type of shit that he likes. Yeah, for sure. He's like giving giving you the carrot to chase. And like, mm-hmm. I'm fuck. I'm gonna go get a blanket because I'm I'm gonna start chattering away over here. <laughs> it's that cold. Freezing. God damn it. Okay, I'll I'll banter. Uh, yeah, I can't wait for this game. I am already said I'm gonna make Jeff Jarrett and Satnam Singh and all those guys. I cannot wait. I think Mike and I said we're going to play each other in it a lot when it comes out. It's going to be awesome. Okay, now now I'm back and I look like Jon Snow. Yeah, you do. Big ass fucking wool blanket. Yeah, I was just saying I'm going to make Jeff Jarrett and Satnam Singh in the game. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. Fucking fucking Dax went in on Jeff Jarrett in this episode, which we will get to at some point. Mm -hmm. Um, He went in on Jeff Jarrett in it uh, saying that... uh, Calling them like TNA ass motherfuckers or whatever. He said like, which was amazing. What do you say like lethal? Yeah, he said something about like talk to your your the bitch in charge. He's like, I'm not talking about uh, Karen either. I'm talking about Dixie or something like that. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> damn, <man>. First of all, <laughs> misogynistic. Yeah. Second of all, funny as fuck. And then mm-hmm. dropping the TNA line, I was like, holy shit! Isn't that mm-hmm. just basically still fucking Impact Wrestling? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you even allowed to make that joke? <laughs> um, fucking funny. I loved it. But yeah, this game looks so good. I was watching uh, I was watching the the, the long ass playthrough, like 35 minute playthrough of uh, of Evil Uno. And did I say Evil Uno? Because mm-hmm. he's definitely in the game. He played as himself. Yeah. I've never seen him in previews and stuff. No, he's in it. Of course mm-hmm. he's in it. But anyways, he's not on this list. So you can you can bet that the whole Dark Order is in this fucking game. Yeah. Um, whether or not Stu Grayson's in the game, we'll see. Mm-hmm. He's back. He's signed back with the company, right? Yep. Anyway, Stu Grayson's back. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, there, there's probably been a few signings since this time. Uh, since we last recorded, Sky Blue's um, official now. Since we last recorded, which is nuts yeah, that Sky she Blue's wasn't. Um, Willow Nightingale's now a champion, but with New Japan, that's mm-hmm. of note because uh, she was wrestling Mercedes Monet. Um, Mercedes Monet was supposed to win the first ever uh, women's strong title, um, but I guess broke her foot. Yeah, broke her match. foot or broke her foot or ankle in the match, and they guess they just called an audible and put Willow over real quick. Well, if I had to. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, but this is, this is like, take this opportunity and run with it, Willow Nightingale. Because mm-hmm. you know who's going to be over fucking huge in Japan? Willow fucking Nightingale. Mm-hmm. For sure. With that personality, they love that shit there. Mm-hmm. And have her pulling down the straps in Japan? They're going to pop for that, man. Mm-hmm. Um, good. Uh, I mean... This is a an, an absolute silver lining to Mercedes Monet breaking her foot because you fucking know where she was going to appear. What'd you she say? Gonna appear at Forbidden Door too. Oh yeah, I I had a full feeling she was going to. She still could. And she just could, not, just not wrestle. Gonna be in a yeah. fucking walking boot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but I doubt it. Um. So, a forbidden door seasons upon us with the fucking injuries. Yeah, take it easy, everybody. 
take it easy. Take it easy. We've got no a way this, coming. I was going to say, there's a pay-per-view this weekend. No way they're taking it easy. Someone's going to take a fucking chair shot to the dome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was Evil Uno and Orange Cassidy playing this game. They were only playing, they only had one controller, so they were playing <laughs> the hot seat, passing it back and forth, which I loved. Um, but it looked great. <laughs> it looked great. The game looked awesome. And it's the game doesn't play like John Moxley. It doesn't bleed every 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Even though you can go fucking full Muda scale. I'd say they they put out that thing. It's like people are worried we we're going to tone down the blood, and they just showed like the entire ring covered yeah, in blood. <laughs> and, and Orange Cass, Orange Cassidy, who does these things like he's Orange Cassidy, like he's so nonchalant. He's like, mm-hmm. so I saw there's an image of me online in this game with blood everywhere. I'm known as a huge juicer. because like he doesn't have he actually has bled before Mm -hmm. but by accident yeah when uh when jericho caught him in the face with the uh with that mic stand Mm -hmm. the camera stand and uh in fucking daily's place in the pandemic era yeah um that's wild to think about now the pandemic era we're we're lucky aw survived that oh yeah because that was what like that was like four or five months after they started. <laughs> yeah, they were they were almost done. They said the the stuff they did at QT's um, little thing at the little, gym uh, at the gym saved mm-hmm. the company because they recorded like four or five episodes there, mm-hmm. and if not, they wouldn't they wouldn't have been able to do it. Mm-hmm. And That's they nuts. would have uh, been void on their contract and all kinds of shit. Like they would have been. They would have been toast. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we got we got all all kinds of shit happening. Game looks awesome. I cannot wait. Yeah, weren't you saying we're like gonna... you could put um, Orange Cassidy's um, hands in his yeah, pockets? Yeah, one of his and... taunts is hands in his pockets. Mm-hmm. And then you can just do moves like that. That's awesome. So Orange Cassidy won a match by... He hit his finisher, then he taunted, put his hands in his pockets, and then you can pin... You just lie down on top of the guy. Uh, but you can run the ropes and do the drop kick. Like, that's all in the game. That's Like, awesome. you just have your hands in the pockets until you take them out. Mm-hmm. Or until the other guy hits you. And he, he they do the whole, the block, the, the Aki chest block. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you can do it with his hands in his pockets. So he, <laughs> he was facing, who is he facing? Um, oh, yeah, he was, he was facing... Uh, MJF, so for the title, and he did the he did the Aki chest block to a chop, and they paused. They went, "Oh shit!" Did you use Aki chest, and then he <laughs> shit, and of course MJF beat him. Um, That's and, funny. Which is nice. It's good to see that the uh, it it seemed like the champion got a bit of a buff. That's cool. And MJF fucking destroyed him. And mm-hmm. uh, what was it? Um, Evil Uno, who's good at this game, was playing as Britt Baker against Chris Jericho and lost on mm. normal. Wow. Um, it was going to be the other way around. Uh, Chris Jericho versus Britt Baker with him playing Chris Jer- and MJ and, and Orange Cassidy was like, uh, maybe, uh, uh, maybe switch that. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, just, just for like internet reasons mm-hmm. he's like oh yeah good idea this is gonna get screen capped <laughs> <laughs> he's 
He's like, that, that's a good, good, very good idea. But yeah, like they said, like, it's hard to get the blood started. Mm-hmm. But then one, like you have to try. But then once it does, like it's everywhere. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's good. Yeah. I like that. Um, yeah, so and that's so a bunch of match match types too. I know exploding barbed wire death matches in it. Is in it? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if like, uh, anarchy in the arena is. It might be, because they used to have that whole backstage thing in No Mercy, mm-hmm. and that was a huge thing at that time because that was the first time you could do that. Um. But I haven't played that game in like decades because it's one Nintendo sixty four games. Fucking stole it from me. Yeah, <laughs> a little shit. Um, yeah, he he stole it from me like a two months into owning the game. I was like, you motherfucker. Okay, so and for right now, they own up. <laughs> own up to it for like two years. Right now in the game, they have single, tag team, three way, four way, ladder, casino battle royale, falls count anywhere. Unsanctioned, uh, lights out, and exploding barbed wire deathmatch are the match types. Again, this is this is all confirmed matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I imagine they'll have a when, a cage match of some kind too. Because also, when they were playing the game, they would uh, blank it out and, and say "top secret" on the screen okay. and say like surprises mm-hmm. in the game. So like. Um, and uh, there were some characters that, and I don't know if it's from this list, but there were some characters that uh, Orange Cassie was going to select, and um, and Uno would be like, "Nope, that character's not announced yet." Hmm. Okay. So I don't know if that's that could have been Miro because Miro hadn't been announced before mm-hmm. we saw these lists. I hope. Um, I hope they bring back because in those old. 64 games they had Aki Man, which was just a, like a luchador yes. looking guy in the Aki suit. I hope he comes back. And they had like all these yes. weird characters. I hope they're all in it. And he had the most brutal uh submission, which was yeah. the TKO fucking yeah. head punches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh, boom, boom. yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, the animations look great. And one of the reasons I think why they look so great is they're not mo capped, they're handcrafted. That's cool. Like they code them. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's okay. Yeah. And they said that's how it was done with the original games. Oh, so they're going like the a for complete had, old, old school feel. had Muda and fucking like uh, virtual Abdul pro wrestling. Butcher yeah. And all those, but like not with their real names. Yeah. I think I, Ab- know who, I think Abdullah the Butcher was Alibaba or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know who any of these guys were at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Yeah, those games were so good, man. Mm-hmm. And I hope that, and I'm sure they're going to do this, where you can break a table and then pick up the piece of the table. Because yeah. they used to have that. Mm-hmm. Where you could hit people with... Because that's one of the things that always drives me crazy about the the WWE games. You break the table and it's just fucking there and I can't fucking do anything with it. I can't mm-hmm. pick up the pieces. Let me pick up the pieces. Yeah. Jab a man in the face with it. <laughs> they said there's like 56 weapons in this game or something. Wow. Give me a That's fork. That's a tough. Oh, that'd be dope. Give me the fork. Yeah. Or a screwdriver. Yeah, they said what's they going have on now. Create a character. So That's good. You you better believe I'm going to be making a whole fucking New Japan lineup. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they'll do. I cannot wait. Like the WWE games where you can download other people's. No, that's not in it. 
Hmm. I know that that's confirmed not in it. That that ta- that's a lot of infrastructure that they, yeah. that they would have to set up because that's like one of the craziest things. Uh, that uh, that's the fucking WWE games whole appeal. Yeah, their whole even when the games were bad, it was like at least I can just download all these cool characters. Um, yeah. Well, then maybe as wild as Zelda with fucking like flamethrower dicks or anything, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe they'll bring back with uh, the creative roster because I remember back in the day, people would post online like, like put your nose at this degree and stuff. Like they'd have yes, whole sheets yes. to like oh, make the formulas. Yeah, to make like Rob Van Dam and stuff. So that'd be cool to have those back. Well, the, <laughs> even before the creator wrestlers, I was like in the WCW versus uh, NWO World Tour days. Not the, oh no, that was the first one. Revenge is revenge where you could change their outfits and stuff. Yeah, you could change it. Yeah, I took, but they had like the weird default guys too, mm-hmm. like yeah. wrestlers that were just made up. And there's this one guy who's like a flamenco dancer, but he had a mustache, mm-hmm. and he was kind of a slight build. And I would always turn him into Norman Smiley. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Norman Smiley was always in my game. I don't even know why I like because he was a jobber in WCW. I don't know why mm-hmm. I liked him, but I just liked Norman Smiley. He's awesome. Like and now I know that he's one of the greatest trainers and agents of all time. Yeah, he trains like all the WWE people now. I know he's an unsung <laughs> hero of wrestling, just yeah. in general. Yeah, and of just like black wrestlers, like he's <laughs> one of the OGs <laughs> of uh, being an agent for yeah, like all our favorites. <laughs> Man, never got the appreciation because when he was with us, he was fucking jobber in WCW. Yeah, and he had that crazy gimmick where he's the hardcore champ, but he'd wear like hockey pads and stuff so he wouldn't get hurt. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, man. Like Disco Inferno was in that fucking game. So many people were in that game. That Mm -hmm. game had a big roster for its time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the whole NWO black and white, whole NWO Wolfpack, all the Ravens flock. Like it had everyone in it. Yeah, man. It was crazy. So good. Yeah, I. I cannot wait for this mm-hmm. game. Um, but it's weird. It's I'm curious how much life it's going to have for me. Because a lot of the games I used to play, like I'm not like a sit down and just play a game with no story and just like run it back, run it back, run it back mm-hmm. by myself. Like with uh, where you had to like create your own story in your head or like Mario Kart or Smash Bros or mm-hmm. stuff like that where it's just like the game is just the game and you just play it over and over and over. As a kid, I could play those games until the end of time. Mm-hmm. Now I need some like Witcher ass story. Yeah. Or something like, to keep uh, you going. Fallout. Mm-hmm. Or like, yeah, I need I need that carrot. So I'm curious if this is gonna if I'm gonna I'm sure have a s- story mode or something. It. it will it will mm-hmm. but once the story mode is done like i played this these games for years mm-hmm. it was they were my go-tos but this is before all the crazy stories and games happened and this is this that was the same with mario kart and smash bros but now i played smash bros for a couple months until i got all the characters and then i stopped Mm-hmm. And the same with uh, same with Mario Kart. So I'm curious if it's going to have the same longevity for me as well, uh, as this game in the past. Because uh, for me, it's actually uh, WrestleMania 2000 
is in my top five games of all time. Mm-hmm. No Mercy probably would be if my friend didn't steal it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember playing No Mercy like. I still have my 64 when I got a Wii just for No Mercy. Like, I would just keep playing No Mercy. Like, and I think I even, I think I'm even more fond of Revenge than mm-hmm. the WCW game, but mostly because I was a WCW guy mm-hmm. at that time during the war. Um, I was firmly on WCW's side, mm-hmm. and th- that game was just more unique because it was the first one. Yeah. I mean, first one of that scale. Mm hmm. And then, yeah, because they had like Virtual Pro, but I don't think you get that over here. I think it was only no, Japanese. I didn't even know Virtual Pro Wrestling existed until last year. Yeah, when I saw Eddie, when I saw Eddie Kingston playing it, I was like, "What?" Yeah, I was like, "There's a Japanese version that was just like New Japan and All Japan." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like Giant every company Mama over there. And, yeah, like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Yeah, I was like, I was like, wait. Those guys were in WCW World Tour. <laughs> it's like no way. Mm-hmm. They just changed the names, but those characters mm-hmm. were in it. I was like, oh shit! I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I was playing as like Jumbo Saruta on my mm-hmm. fucking on my fucking what were those TVs called? I don't know. The CRTs. Yeah. Thank you. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Oh, can't wait. Those games are great. I'm so nostalgic of those fucking sleepovers with my buddies. Uh-huh. Sleepover with a pizza. Play all four people in like a rumble type match, oh, battle yeah. royal match. Yeah, just fucking torturing my friends with uh, with Roddy, with fat Roddy, fat old Roddy Piper. Mm-hmm. Where I, I was just block his attack, punch him in the dick. Block mm-hmm. his attack, punch him in the dick. Yeah, over and over. <clears throat> and touch me. Like, you can't touch me. Uh, fucking Aki chest bump. All mm-hmm. the strikes. Yeah. Oh, those games were fantastic. We had all our characters and everything, like all our like created characters. Mine mm-hmm. was Lex. His finisher was the Lex Factor. Terrible. <laughs> Just fucking terrible. Like the most fucking 90s ass Mountain Dew X Games character of all mm-hmm. time. But he was modeled after and looked exactly like good like good Magneto when he was Joseph with the yeah. long white hair and everything. Mm-hmm. That was, that's it. awesome. Yeah. I remember those games. It was WrestleMania 2000. I think me and my brother made like, this tells you what it was. We made like Fred Durst and like the guy from corn. It's <laughs> exactly. This is what I'm saying. The fucking most mountain do ass characters mm-hmm. you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. Cheetos. Cheetos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, can't Those wait. basement smelled. Oh yeah, it smelled like feet and butt. <laughs> Still smell like feet and butt. <laughs> <laughs> I have to have deodorant on now, but it's not, I don't know. <laughs> Still smell like feet and butt. Um. Anyways, dynamite. Dynamite. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's get into it. All right. So. All right. So this was a go home. Even though yeah. I don't know for some reason, it's not what I was thinking about. I was like. I'm not necessarily, and this is, we'll see how people like this uh, pay-per-view coming up, because people aren't really hyped for it, but it's because AEW is putting their money where their mouth is, and the main event is Darby versus Jungle Boy versus Sammy Guevara versus MJF. (laughs) Ew. See? Remember? Feet and butt. Um, (laughs) Yeah. 
we're getting the four pillars, the homegrown talents in the main event of a pay-per-view. They're like, no, these are our guys going forward. <laughs> and people are like, oh, they, they don't quite have the mic skills or they don't have this and that to really talk us into it. But this is what you have to do. <laughs> you have to you have to rock with them. You got to let them cook. You got to let <laughs> them learn. Find out what doesn't work, which is Sammy Guevara's a face. Stop yeah, it. Yeah, they let him be. Like two weeks ago, he was willing to lay down for MJF. That was like the storyline. Now he's just ultra babyface, Sammy Guevara. I know it doesn't work. <laughs> they gotta be like Sammy, pick a lane, mm-hmm. force him into a lane. I get last um, week him trying to be a face because they're in his hometown, but other than that, I don't get it. Uh, it's, it's weird. Mm-hmm. They haven't flip flopping too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of feel like Jungle Boy's maybe going to turn heel at some point. I could see that. He's, he's honestly this he's kind whole, of, he's getting more heelish. Yeah, over this time. this whole build, he's probably been the weakest link for me for this whole build for this match. Even with Sammy flip flopping, yeah. I thought he's been doing right. Yeah. But Jungle Boy just really he kind of seems out of his element. Like Darby, I think is up his game a his lot. Match last week though was fantastic. Oh yeah, the Roosh match that was awesome. I love Roosh. I love the ending. And how he just how he just won it with a roll up, mm-hmm. and then immediately got his ass beat. Mm-hmm. Like it was ding 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 match over, and then was just getting his ass beat. Mm-hmm. He didn't yes. stand up from the roll up. Yeah. Fucking Preston Vance, Prego my ego, whatever his fucking name is, mm-hmm. um, rolled in there, and they just whooped his ass. Yeah, it was good. At some point, is is Andrade going to be part of this? I don't know because he showed up t- too. He's he's back. I of all the people, I thought one thousand percent Andrade was gone <laughs> from AEW. Well, here's the thing with Collision. It's interesting. It's all the people who are like, I hate this company. I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. But now they just have their own show. They're mm-hmm. like, okay, we'll give you a show. It's yours. They're like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm staying. Yeah, it's like all but the people like, that said they'd they leave, leave, and then Samoa Joe and Hobbs. <laughs> <laughs> And fucking, uh, fucking um, Scorpio Sky mm-hmm. is in the is in the new promo video as well. Oh, sweet! Um, yeah, so that's exciting too. We get some more. We get some more Scorpio Sky. It's funny. It's it's every single guy that everyone was like, "Where the fuck is this guy?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> so here they are. It's like yeah. they had this plan for like a year. Yeah, is what it feels like. Mm-hmm. It's like they knew that they had this and like, all right, we're just gonna save you until collision mm-hmm. so that you can be the guy there like, with collision. I wonder what's going to happen with rampage. If that's, I would, I would fucking fold it, man. I would too. Cause the ratings have been just awful. It's for terrible. It. <laughs> I haven't watched it in damn near a year. I, I, I've and been I watching it. When, too. I've been watching it when I go to the gym and I'm on the exercise bike and I'll just fast forward through most of it. I watched the main yeah, event last like, week because it was Dustin versus um, one of the dudes from yeah. the NBC. Yeah, it's... And and this is one of the things is I hope they don't record Collision too much. I hope it's live almost every time. Most of the... If you look at the dates, I think only two two of them are on a Thursday, so those will be taped, but most of them are on a Saturday. Yeah, that sucks. Don't do mm-hmm. that. Most don't of them are on a Saturday, though. Yeah, the, do not record these. I know once a tape it re- for f- it doesn't it doesn't really make sense, but mm-hmm. it makes people think of it as the B show, and you do not want this to feel like the B show. 
Yeah. Because I know it did. Because Rampage did start to feel like the B show. It was basically just glorified dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Because I know for sure one of the collision tapings is for Fourth of July weekend. So they don't. They probably just don't want guys don't want to work that weekend. I get it. Yeah. And then the other ones, I, I don't. I don't know. But I know most of them are on a Saturday though. So it will. Yeah. Be so I, it's it's super interesting that it's all these guys that were sort of like MIA for mm-hmm. a while. Well, the. The f- original poster shows House of Black and FTR on it, and I imagine Dynamite and Collision will get one or the other, so that way you have tag and trios, like tag on one show, trios on another show. Well, they did say it's a soft split in terms mm-hmm. of the roster, so FTR will work both. Yeah, I can see that too. And I imagine like the first few and shows you want... House of Black will probably work both. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you won't see them on one and then the other, but like... They'll, uh, and they've even said, and because there's some, some ruffled feathers and some conflict where people are like, I don't want to work both shows. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a lot of, uh, the whole, this is from, um, what culture there, there are some guys who are like, I, I signed on because of the nice workload. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like one... being able to work one day and then go be with my family. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do, uh. Hold on, this success reconnecting. There might be a dip in our audio. That sounds fine to me. But oh well. um, we're back, baby. <laughs> yes. Um, there are some guys that are like, I signed on to work the one show a week, not mm-hmm. two. So they're going to have to figure out how to do both. Because I would imagine FDR is going to work both. Um, mm-hmm. You can guarantee that. Um, Punk obviously is not. No, the elite um, won't. The elite won't. Um, Hobbs is going to probably work both, but I'm sure <laughs> they're going to want to make him one of the big stars. Yeah, well, his like, storyline right now with uh, QT Marshall is like they're trying to calm him down because he's pissed because he lost the title. They're like, we got you a collision. You're like the star of collision. <laughs> Here's one thing I will say about AEW, and it's very apparent, and I don't love it, is that you can tell who's booking the show. Mm-hmm. Because they keep ending up on TV. Because they've talked about the people who help book the show with Tony Khan are QT Marshall and Jeff Jarrett mm-hmm. and Chris Jericho. And those motherfuckers are on every episode of mm-hmm. every show ever. Stop. Book other people. Stop mm-hmm. booking yourself. I mean, I love this Jeff Jarrett stuff. I think it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I'm all up for Jeff Jarrett. Like this renaissance of Jeff Jarrett. Uh, GCW Jeff Jarrett. I love this sure. era of Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Old man with the fucking feathered fucking mullet jacked to the gills. Yeah. Coming in and just fucking giving uh, nostalgia fucking guitar shots to people. It's mm-hmm. fucking hilarious. Like, he's really funny at it. Like, I like him being a comedy wrestler. Mm-hmm. It's good. Um, But, like, you can tell who is booking this because and also Sanjay is another guy mm-hmm. that is helping book with Tony Khan. They've said like the guys at the table is Sanjay QT and sure. I, guess, I think it's those two guys. So though the their two factions keep getting put in the mm-hmm. shows, even though on paper and by people's minds, they should be far lower on the card. And mm-hmm. some other people should be getting a little more rub. 
<laughs> um, like poor the firm. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> like those guys got. I mean, well, Punk kind of did those guys dirty. Yeah, because wasn't it supposed to be his faction at first? Or, or, yes. Or they yeah. were supposed to feud with him. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be the firm versus Punk. And mm-hmm. then he got hurt and then told the company to go suck a dick. So <laughs> so we didn't hear it. He got written off. Oh, yeah, that's someone else who's back. Fucking the biter McGee. What's his name? Um, oh, uh, Ace Steel. I got... <laughs> Ace Steel's working for the company again. He got like covert re-signed. Yeah. He's not that... gonna be allowed at the building and he's mm-hmm. gonna work remotely from home. And apparently Is that... that was his fucking point in getting punk back. I was gonna say was that had to have been conditioned to get punk back, right? Because I know, nope. but it's like if if I'm the elite, I'm fucking walking. Exactly. Like at you gotta be careful. Because their contracts like, are up this, this is... year, right? CM Punk ain't worth the elite leaving, man. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that much. Well, like, okay. maybe the Chicago the the collision already sold out. <laughs> I know, but CM Punk's forty four years old and can wrestle three matches before. That's true. Yeah, he'll be he'll be hurt. How again many soon. times did he get hurt? Twice. Every time they gave him the title, he got hurt. Like two and a half, <laughs> like two and a half times, he got hurt. Mm-hmm. He re- every single match was an in- was an injury angle, and it's mm-hmm. like, were they angles? Yeah, yeah. Or is this just the only way he can wrestle now? Mm-hmm. Or is he actually banged up and he's just leaning into it? Mm-hmm. Like it's, he's not long for this world. This is his last contract, and we know it. Um. Half the roster hates the man. <laughs> like, this is a huge risk. Is this worth it? Like, sure, it might be, you might get a good, like, pop for a while. But, like, also, he told your company to go fuck itself, basically. Yeah. And went into, what, who says he's not going to do this again? Yeah, I just hope that as soon as somebody backstage doesn't rub him the wrong way, he just doesn't go off on Instagram because that's happened twice since he's been gone is something's made him mad. And then he just starts going off on Instagram. Well, that's the thing. It, it's like, we've heard these reports like, Oh, CM Punk's coming back. Oh yeah. Chris Jericho met with him. Oh yeah. It's, it's going better. It's this and that. And then he'll come out and be like, Chris Jericho can suck my dick. And you're like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you were cool with Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho was clearly trying to build up a match between you two guys. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, Fuck Chris Jericho, he's a liar. What? Why yeah. are you doing this? What do you call him, like the biggest always, stooge in wrestling or something like that? Yeah, he always, he's always like, uh, he's like, all these people like are uh, too uh, too dependent on each other and have these weird relationships with us and blah, blah, blah. Motherfucker, if you would stop posting, then maybe we could move on. <laughs> but you don't stop. Po- Every time it's about to go well, you fucking take a shit in my drink. Yeah, like a few couple months ago, he brought in Mox into it, and yeah, like what the st- fuck? The face of the company, the other, yeah. like every face of the company, you want to just hate you. Mm-hmm. Like, how is this gonna work? Mm-hmm. Like, they basically made you your own show mm-hmm. that the top talent on the company can't wrestle at now. Mm-hmm. Like, what? the fuck are you doing i don't know this is a massive risk by tony mm-hmm. Khan. and then there was the like they announced they booked chicago 
they had all but announced Punk was coming back for the show. It had been getting leaked that he was coming back, that Ace Steel was going that all this stuff was happening. And then Punk went wild, was backing out again. Mm-hmm. And and Tony Khan couldn't announce Chicago as a result and had to pull him from the promo material. Yeah, because then they like Photoshop MJF <laughs> into all the promo yeah, stuff. Like, that was a, supposedly this. That was a last minute pivot they had to do because Punk was pulling out again mm-hmm. or throwing another fit. Like this, CM Punk's got Tony's balls in the fucking. Well, Air fryer, man. When he first came in, Tony Khan was calling him his plus delta of ratings. So obviously, and you know, Tony Khan's a huge old school Ring of Honor mark. So I know he loves Punk, but I am too, and I love Punk too. But it's like at a certain point, you got to just say, I don't think this is worth it. He's too fucking old to be doing this with. Like mm-hmm. if, if this is if this is MJF, I get it. Mm-hmm. Like you roll over a bit for MJF mm-hmm. to sign him long term to get him to be with the company and to get him to be your champion whatever whatever you roll out the red carpet you don't do that for a 44 year old man who can barely wrestle mm-hmm. like he's great at what he does but like is he gonna get hurt tomorrow like yeah. getting out of his car or and is he gonna have a fit the next time someone looks at him wrong mm-hmm because like uh, this is one thing that Kenny Omega said was like Kenny got hurt, he left, came back, and the whole locker room was different. Yeah. What yeah. was the common denominator? It was Punk. Mm-hmm. He said he left, and the whole vibe had changed. Like the like ever the only thing any any wrestler had ever said about AEW was how great the locker room is, how great the mm-hmm. locker room is, how great the environment is. And then it changed when Punk was there. And obviously there are some people who, it's like when you're on Punk's good side, he's great to you. Mm-hmm. Like FDR, Ricky Starks loves Punk. Um, MJF, I think, does. But even he was like apparently like a neutral person in this. And I've heard some people who were pro-Punk are like, eh, enough is enough mm-hmm. kind of thing. And now he's back. And it's like, okay, here's your own golden... Uh, WCW branded show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very Which Nitro looking. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, me I too. Love it. They they just took WCW Nitro and put Collision on it. Mm-hmm. It's great. I yeah. honestly think they should have just done that with Dynamite in the first place. Yeah, that'd have been dope. And got an ACDC to do the fucking. I've died of my yeah that'll work because yeah, they're yeah. on TNT they were on TNT exactly. that would work <laughs> if you're fucking buying all these songs anyways might as well mm-hmm. do that shit yeah. one, one of the worst things about AW is that fucking theme song it's trash <laughs> wrestling like the theme fuse. songs until Mikey Ruckus got hold of them mm-hmm. bad I don't care if your favorite you're nostalgic for all those w, WWF theme songs they're bad they're butt rock it's not good mm-hmm. you're just nostalgic for the wrestling mm-hmm. the wrestlers made you fond of those songs not the songs themselves they're shit anyways uh yeah so i guess this episode again back to well, 
Uh, this might as well just be a catch-up episode. <laughs> we haven't really it talked is. about Dynamite. <laughs> There's too much to talk. I mean, moves, moves, moves. Moves were good. Moves were yeah. good. And once you cast the open the show, he's been opening it, like, I think pretty much every week lately. Yeah, we can talk about story beats. Um, <laughs> Orange Cassidy versus Kyle Fletcher. We're getting into some signings again. Yeah. Um, Kyle Fletcher and what's his partner's name? I, I can't remember. But he's he's hurt. I saw Tony Khan paid for his surgery even before they got signed. Know, before they signed. Mm-hmm. Cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony I probably Khan signed helped them sign open. with AEW. But yeah. Well, I had actually... This was jur. I think this was during our hiatus. Um, they it came. They were wrestling quite a bit with AW. They wrestled in the um, in both uh, tag team battle royales. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it came out that they had been wrestling with New Japan out of contract. Mm-hmm. Um, with in uh, in Will Ospreay's faction. Um, they were on in on contract for a while, but then they were wrestling out of contract, and they had been wrestling quite a bit in AEW. So to me, I was like, okay, AEW's pitching them because mm-hmm. they've been they've been using them quite a bit. Um, they sent FTR to New Japan in the UK for F for Capital. What do they call uh, theirs? for their uh for their uk show the new japan show mm-hmm. and uh apparently aussie open and ftr had arguably the best tag team match of the year oh man um, that match ruled i love that I match i haven't watched it i should oh, it's this on actually, new japan world this reminded me to go back and watch it because i have access to it um yeah apparently incredible so i was like okay these guys are being pitched by tony khan um that's that was the read i got and I was like, they're they were wrestling more with AEW than New Japan at the time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I think they might be leaning. AEW. And then they won. Then they won all the tag belts in New Japan, and it was like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> they were so they held the tag belts in New Japan while not being on a contract, mm-hmm. and that's not abnormal for New Japan. Yeah, they had the IWGP and the Strong tag titles, so they had both their shows yeah. tag titles, and they were just holding them. Like he was holding them last week. Yeah, he gave them up over the the uh, this okay, past weekend. Over the weekend. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I didn't know that he was hurt. Yeah, because uh, he he attacked Orange Cassidy last mm-hmm. on last week's telecast, and he was holding the New Japan mm-hmm. belt when he did yeah. that. And uh, but yeah, um, Kyle Fletcher. Oh, what the fuck is his name? Anyways, his partner whose name escapes me. The thing is, it's a very plain name. Mm-hmm. So it's like Sam Smith level plane um you're looking it up i can tell yes um so anyways he blew out like his his mcl or whatever in their match like mark uh, davis mark davis yeah so mark davis is out like Mm -hmm. he he blew out his knee and tony khan has paid for his surgery which is Mm -hmm. awesome whether or not that happened before they signed who knows Mm-hmm. Or if this was Tony Khan being like, "This is how serious I am." Yeah, I'm paying for your surgery. That's what it, I imagine because I heard once it, it came out that they're free agents. AEW and WWE were like trying to court them. Yeah, WWE was trying to get them. And the thing is, WWE might have shot themselves in the foot because they've had a uh, 
hiring freeze for a long time. Mm-hmm. That might be done now because of the merger. But they had a hiring freeze, which is why Jay White is with um, AW. Wait, did that happen as well? <laughs> yeah, I think Jay White showed up. Yeah, Jay White's there so, now too. That too. Um, he's not feeling quite Jay White right now. His match with, was it last week he had with Ricky Starks? Was good. That match was, was real good. The, it was the best match he's had. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of Jay White stuff in You have match. to. Jay White's. Um, He's the type of wrestler you have to give him a lot of time in his matches. He's yes. not, he doesn't bust out a lot of moves like until the very end of his matches, but he's a, like yeah. a slower, methodical type guy. You got to give him a lot of time. You know, I, I kind of want to take a minute to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck the show. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're t- this is a Jay White podcast now. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing with Jay White that we've seen to this point is not a TV wrestler. Mm hmm. Jay White that we've seen to this point is like a 20 minute at least 14 to 20 minute match uh, wrestler um, he because he he doesn't wrestle for like the first four minutes four minutes of his matches mm-hmm. it's all shtick Japan. Mm-hmm. yeah he's he's basically the heel version of Orange Cassidy he's mm-hmm. rolling outside the ring he's antagonizing the fans he's antagonizing the uh his opponent, the commentators. He's basically, he's basically Orange Cassidy rolling away from Pac mm-hmm. for the first four minutes of the match, and he's just chicken shit healing it up, um, just trying to get in the head of his opponent. I mean, it's not chicken shit heel. I mean, it is, but he's doing it for mind games mm-hmm. as opposed to being afraid because he knows he's good, mm-hmm. and then. And he'll he'll often get his ass beat for the beginning of the match, and then he'll he lures you into a false sense of security and pulls it out mm-hmm. um, as the match goes on. But he can't do that on TV because mm-hmm. there's commercial breaks, there's advertisers, there's, and there's time limits there's a, and ten minute time, time limits. Yeah, he just he just can't do that. He mm-hmm. can't do it on TV. The same thing would be happening in WWE. He just does mm-hmm. not have the time. Mm-hmm. Um, they have it's... three hours, so they would have a little bit more time for him to do this bullshit. Um, yeah, but with you know the soft roster split coming up in between both shows, he feasibly should get more time. So yes, that'd be good. but like he's he's having to become a much faster wrestler, mm-hmm. which kind of eliminates some of his uniqueness mm-hmm. i'll say that um but i'm enjoying what he's doing i for me he's basically going to be an incredible pay-per-view wrestler mm-hmm. or if he's given like the big match on the show mm-hmm. he's not a guy you want in the mid card right yeah, now but... he's in the mid card because i think him signing with aw was a surprise I don't think Tony Khan thought he was going to be able to sign him. Yeah. He was all but signed up to WWE. Yeah. And I guess when WWE shot that bed, um, Tony Khan was like, okay, well, I guess uh, Jay White's ours. Uh, what do we do with him? Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Like he didn't, he wasn't planning on having Jay White from what I can mm-hmm. tell. And Ricky Stark stepped up to the plate. They have juice robinson they already i don't know if they already had juice robinson yeah he signed a long time ago 
I'm sure Juice helped bring in Jay White. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of Juice, he's he's been great lately. Hey, sweet boy. (laughs) Written. Yeah. (laughs) He makes me laugh. (laughs) I think Juice is getting over more than Jay White is right now. (laughs) Probably. With this whole Jay White thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's fun. Um, oh, interesting. We have a time remaining thing on our uh, on our podcast that didn't used to be there. We have an hour left. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So this was a uh, this. Yeah, he's been he's been really good, um, and I've I'm enjoying his feud with Ricky Starks. Um, I'm surprised that they don't have a match on the pay per view. It seems like uh, them. All, I think and all three Keith, men are in this. Uh, they are same with uh, Keith Lee and Royals. Swerve. Like they they've been building that matchup, but they haven't had a match. But they're in the battle royal. The battle royal for the international championship is stacked. Yeah, it's the best <laughs> battle royal they've ever had. Yeah. For a mid card title, which is fantastic. But did you um, see this? Orange Cassidy's like defended title that his title more than anyone ever in AEW. Yes. Like out of all the titles? Yeah. <laughs> this is this is the one thing with Orange Cassidy, and someone else brought it up recently. I don't remember who, because I haven't really been listening to podcasts or whatever. But uh, he has gone, and this is going to drive his, his old school wrestling detractors crazy. He's gone so old school. He's selling injuries. Mm-hmm more than anybody he's selling them on cm punk level mm-hmm. he's selling them on like fucking who's somebody who wrestles broken down all the time like, i can't think of it like edge now does yes that's like edge's like character edge or, like he's gone full old school within mm-hmm. his gimmick yeah like he's he's basically a walking mummy right now Mm-hmm. In his matches, he can't do his his uh, orange punch without hurting himself. His hand, mm-hmm. um, his knees hurt, his backs hurt, his this and that is hurt. Um, he sort of backed painted himself in a corner by putting out this open challenge, and every and this is how this battle royal happened. He put out the open challenge. Apparently, like, 20 guys went to Tony Khan to sign Mm -hmm. up for it. So he's like, fuck it, I'll face you all. Battle Royal, this Mm pay-per-view. He's like, we're in Las Vegas. We'll make it the Blackjack Battle Royal. (laughs) Like, it's really good. Like, it's the Mm -hmm. most old-school thing happening in wrestling right now. And it's done by Orange Cassidy, the guy that all the Jim Cornettes of the world fucking hated. Like, how can you be against this guy now because he's doing what you've wanted wrestling to do. like it's it's fucking genius mm-hmm. it's so good and it's funny that everyone talks up uh jay white when jay white does the exact same thing as orange cassidy but from a heel perspective as opposed to a face perspective mm-hmm. um it's it's really good i love it i really love it it's awesome um <laughs> and also kyle fletcher was fucking killing it in their opening match yeah they hit like all the fucking different mishinoku fucking moves that's possible. that spinning one was awesome 
and the fucking tombstones, the double tombstone. The mm-hmm. fucking, he went to the tombstone one too many times and got rolled up as a result. Mm-hmm. I like it. It was good. Um, what's something else that's been excellent lately? The House of Black. Uh, yeah, House they're Black rules open challenge thing that they're doing. The open house matches, which is amazing. Where they, uh, it's no rope breaks, no disqualification. Um, 20 count on the outside 20 count on the outside and the uh, the challengers get to pick one rule mm-hmm. which is fantastic and uh, so it makes it seem really unique and they fucking do something unique with the with the stadium each time mm-hmm. the previous one uh, the crowd was blacked out so they had like the, the theater lighting which mm-hmm. was awesome which was cool yeah. But like, sort of distracting, but cool. Yeah, yeah. This one, it looked like a fucking acid trip. Yeah, it was. Nuts. It had like the the coolest lighting out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I liked it a lot more. I thought it. Me too. I thought it was, Me too. It looked really stunning. Mm-hmm. The finish to this match was just the most brutal thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Two guys were in a were in a were in a submission and just like the worst position for the submission mm-hmm. and uh one guy's in and he's about to break it up and fucking <laughs> fucking Brody Lee just snatches him by the neck and, and hangs him hang. on the yeah. outside. I was like, oh my lord. Yeah. I like this is the most brutal thing I've ever seen. I like the submission buddy was using because it's Rhea Ripley's finisher submission. So that's nice since they're an item yeah. in real life. It's a it's some nice synergy mm-hmm. there, um, but yeah, they went quick, which is really how you should book them because it's the House of Black. Yeah, the quick and brutal, mm-hmm. like they look dangerous in there. Like they fucking pick you apart. They wrestle their matches very similar to the vibe that the BCC gives me mm-hmm. right now, to the point where I want eventually. I I whenever. All this is shaken down with uh, with the elite. I want BCC versus House of Black. I think it would be phenomenal. Oh yeah! But if House of Black is going to be fucking headlining Collision, maybe I don't know. Separate them for a bit. Yeah. But yeah, I, it's, uh, I just I want to see House of Black feel like a bigger like have a little more stature on the cards. So maybe them headlining. Uh, collision would be nice. Oh yeah, I just you just don't want it to feel like rampage, mm-hmm, and that's for sure. where it having the t- the same time slot as uh, as dynamite is good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be weird to adjust to watch wrestling on Saturdays, but I mean, it'd be fine. Yeah, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm normally free on my Saturdays. Mm-hmm. It's it's a little tough in the during the summer season, but. Because that's when you're doing shit is eight mm-hmm. o'clock on a Saturday because it's still light out. Um, that speaking of that, like summer, I expect the ratings to be high. Saturday is going to be tough here in the states too because that's when college football's on. That's going to be tough to for people. Oh, to... well, they're they're going to have problems. Mm-hmm. Like when once uh, hockey starts up again. I mean, it's still going right now, mm-hmm. but like they bought hockey, right? So mm-hmm. Saturday's a big hockey day, and also sports or not also basketball and shit like it's gonna mm-hmm. be uh 
It's going to be gonna tough. Be interesting. Saturday's a big sports day. I'm surprised. I'm surprised they didn't go for like Thursday or something. Maybe they didn't want to have two shows that close to each other, which I get. And then you can't yeah, do Monday or yeah. Friday. No, uh, no, I, I do understand. You don't want back to back days because people aren't going to want to watch wrestling and then wrestling. Mm-hmm. And Saturday is better. Um, mm-hmm. And the thing I forgot: basketball's not really a Saturday day. Basketball's more of a Friday Sunday. Mm-hmm. They kind of get out of the way of hockey. Um. Yeah, anyways, um, it'll be interesting. I'll watch it. Yeah. Hopefully, they haven't announced that it's going to be on in Canada. I hope it will be. I'm sure um, it will be. I will try and watch it. I'll watch it for sure. I I just don't know if every Saturday I can watch it live. But Eight, eight o'clock's easier. I just, I just really, really hate hooking up my computer to my TV every time I want to watch it. Mm-hmm. I know I said that it was so easy to do that when Rampage first started, but then I stopped. So mm-hmm. it's not <laughs> yeah. giving people that one more barrier. And again, this isn't the case in the States, but in Canada it is. is yeah. That, uh, it, it's not on TV. It's through the same company, but it's on their mobile app. And I don't fucking want to connect that to my TV. Yeah. Um, I think oh, my favorite thing to catch up on is BCC versus the elite. This has been such oh an amazing God, yes. feud. It's spectacular. I love. And I booked this to a fucking T, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. The the booking I had for this. So I'm just going to run through what my booking was, and this is this isn't even really BCC, but um, uh, well, I mean, we know who the fifth man is going to be now, mm-hmm. but the uh, the fifth man at the time, like the surprise fifth man with the BCC, to add the English and the, the UK back into it um, for the, was this for blood? Yeah. For the blood and guts, uh, fifth man would be a surprise. Will Ospreay. Yeah. That he makes comes a in ton of sense. As their fifth man. And they fucking, I think, I don't know if they win. I don't know. Normally the faces win blood and guts, mm-hmm. but, uh, so there's I have a, and then and then feeling. at Wembley, and then at mm-hmm. Wembley, you have uh, no. Then Forbidden Door, you have Kenny versus Osprey two, where mm-hmm. Osprey wins, and then you have the rubber match where it's Kenny versus Osprey three at Wembley. Mm-hmm. There, done. So, anyways, that's I guess that wasn't BCC at all, but uh, not for one match. But <laughs> yeah, 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 it was for one match. But anyways, that's not that's not what's going to happen. We know that now. Yeah, it's definitely the, Takashita's joining. Or yeah. Takeshita's joining um, BCC, and I'm sure Abushi's. I'm sure Abushi's coming to help out the Elite Boys. Yeah, and that's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. And they're finally doing the Blood and Guts build in the correct order. <laughs> they're doing arcade anarchy first mm-hmm. and then they're doing blood and guts second which twice now they've done uh blood and guts first and arcade anarchy second mm-hmm. and it's shit <laughs> don't do that because mm-hmm. one leads to the next yeah. one is bigger um in the cage is always bigger than out of the cage yeah yeah i'm sure bcc will win this weekend so they could keep the feud going. 
And it at the, at the end of this episode, the Young Bucks screwed uh, Claudio and Yuta out of the ROH tag title, so they kind of had the upper hand. So that makes sense for them to lose. But yeah, this match is yeah. great. I, I hope the, they play Wild Thing the entire time again because that was awesome. Oh, it was so good. It was <laughs> so good. That's one of my favorite creative touches mm-hmm. that any wrestling show has ever done, mm-hmm. where they just had Wild Thing playing for the fir- for the first two thirds. Mm-hmm. Of a fucking Falls Count Anywhere brawl, mm-hmm. it like it. It felt like I was watching a fight scene from uh, like Roadhouse or something. Roadhouse, <laughs> yeah. You know, like where they're fighting with fucking. I can't remember the guy's band. He's a Canadian guy, the blind guy. Yeah, yeah, playing yeah. playing the music mm-hmm. behind the cage while the fighting's happening, mm-hmm. and uh, it's like. Yes, and you know fucking John Moxley's favorite movie is Roadhouse. You know it is. Oh, it's gotta be. You gotta know John be. Moxley's favorite music is Roadhouse. It's mm-hmm. one of the Patrick Swayze movies. It might be Point Break. Point Break's mine. I love that movie, but Roadhouse is great too. But yeah, I've been loving this. I loved Hangman Returning, looking like straight out of Metal Gear with the eye patch. Yes. And, and I talked about BCC. They kind of look like Nazis. Mm-hmm. They look, they look like I like NRA or yeah. like, no, not IRA, IRA, like IRA. Mm-hmm. They look like fucking. They look like fucking soccer hooligans. Mm-hmm. They look like fucking proud boys. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm very anti Nazis and all that shit. Of course, fuck that shit. I'm I'm as left wing as you come, but uh, it's really good for creativity. Mm-hmm. To have your fucking villains look like the most villainous people known to mankind. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that's on purpose, they look, too. But... They look fucking dangerous. Mm-hmm. Like, the fu- fucking... Uh, Brian Danielson looks like the the head of the Proud Boys. He just... <laughs> look uh, that man up. He yeah. looks like him. <laughs> he just stopped um, wearing white Shaving. shirts. Yeah, stop shaving. Yeah, stop sh- his- they've they've all got the fucking windbreakers going mm-hmm. and the gear. Um, fucking, it's it's good. Mm-hmm. I've really earned our NS. Not NS, Jesus. Um, well, not safe for work. Uh, oh, NSFW. Yeah, I, I've really earned that with my fucking eight N bombs or <laughs> F bombs. Jesus, I'm leaning way too into the. The Nazi gimmick there, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, they're they're fucking scary. They're the scariest people I've ever seen. Yeah, on wrestling TV in a long time, the way that they just surround people mm-hmm. is terrifying. And the and what have I? Danielson on commentary is great, and how he's always saying like Wheeler Yuta is amazing. He's a he's the worst. Mm-hmm. He, I hate him. What's he called? He's like little this, shit. Yeah, this little shit. <laughs> it's so good. Mm-hmm. He's like, and how he says like, I hope that Wheeler Yuta, like, and this is great. I loved when he said this in his promo a couple weeks ago, where he says the the BCC is here to make wrestling a better place. I want the people to come after us to be better. I want this little shit behind me, Wheeler Yuta to be better than me when I retire. Mm -hmm. I want him to be the new me. I was like, Mm -hmm. this is fucking glorious. Mm -hmm. This is the best uh, faction and best team that I've seen in 
decades. Oh yeah. They're great. Like Love uh, it. I'm thinking back to when we were gushing over Taz's team, Team Taz. Mm-hmm. They're nothing. Yeah. They've got nothing on the BCC. Yeah, for sure. Like, they, they were a cartoon compared to these guys. And like you look I mean, at the JAS and you're like, oh my God, these guys are fucking Looney Tunes over there. Like if if uh, BC if uh, the JAS faced this BCC, this heel BCC, they'd all end up in the morgue. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I can't. That's probably my most anticipated match in. For this Sunday, and oddly, the next my next most anticipated is the Battle Royal that we talked about. After seeing who's all in it, I was like, "Holy crap!" Hey, man, the women's <laughs> match. Ooh, Tony Storm versus oh, Jamie uh, Hader Part Hader. Two. Yeah, this is gonna be hard as fuck. Mm-hmm. They are gonna beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, <laughs> like, it is gonna be brutal, especially because Hader's been hurt, hasn't been wrestling in a long time. You know, she's yeah. gonna. I'm still bewildered why the fans hate the outsiders. Mm-hmm. Like legit hate them. I don't understand. Like, it's because Sor- like, Soraya. Yeah, but like, why? Because like, what we have to remember is that uh, most wrestling fans aren't online wrestling fans. <laughs> so they don't know her boyfriend's shittiness. <laughs> I don't know why they hate Soraya. Yeah, me either. I don't know why. Because they cheered her when she came in. They're like, yay, Soraya. And then like two weeks later, like, fuck her. Yeah, I think it's just because Jamie Hayter got Jamie Hayter got so over. Like, they just couldn't. <laughs> it just turned everyone else heel by proxy. I know, but like, they've got like, go away heat. And mm-hmm. I don't know why. Because they're good. Yeah, like, they're, I've been really. They're legit the best heels that uh aw has had in the women's division because mm-hmm. like as much as i loved Britt baker she was always a face mm-hmm. to the fans they never disliked her they yeah she had the she had like the uh the fucking chris jericho issue yeah the fans want to cheer her for um, sure so yeah, that match is gonna be great face yeah yeah it's uh it's a really, it's a really interesting phenomenon with the outsiders. I like that they've worked it into the storyline. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about this before. Yeah, um, last time we podcasted, it was like the beginnings of this group. Yeah, it was the beginnings of this where they. Oh yeah, I podcasted. Did I podcast from Florida? I think so. No, no, we talked about it when you're in Florida. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, it's uh, like it. It's crazy that uh, that they were able to work in the. Uh, the fans turning on them mm-hmm. in real life into the storyline. I think it's great, but like, I still see people like online saying like the worst free agent signing by AW is Soraya. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why? People are just haters. Like, it, tell me your reasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are your reasons here? It doesn't make any sense. This is the best storyline they've had in the mm-hmm. women's division. We yeah. should be celebrating this. Yeah. The, that I think thing it's... they did with Britt Baker and Adam Cole that Chris Jericho's been using, like mm-hmm. when they had him handcuffed, handcuffed. And they were hitting Britt, mm-hmm. that's one of the best things AEW has done. Like, yeah. that shit gave me chills. It's like, this, mm-hmm. that was so good. Mm-hmm. It yeah. served like three different feuds. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that was good. I don't, that was I, good. I don't get it. AEW wrestling fans are weird. They are. They are very <laughs> weird. Fans are, we're a weird breed. I don't understand mm-hmm. you guys. But yeah. Okay. Um, I'm ex- excited. That match is going to be good. I'm ex- excited to see if Jay loses the title. She's yeah. facing Ty again. I, I want Jay to get involved into the Outcast storyline too. I know. I feel who's like- more homegrown than Jade? <laughs> I feel like they're spinning their wheels on the Jade storyline heavily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like it is well past its due date. In my like, opinion. I I really wonder if they're waiting for if they're really waiting for like Mercedes to come in. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know because uh, Taya has the experience to to beat her in a convincing way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the fans believe that. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just the fans not making any noise for women's wrestling unless it's Jamie Hayter. Because mm-hmm. um, when Jade's in the ring, she gets cheers, but not that many cheers. When Ty is in the ring, she gets a reaction, but not that much of a reaction, even though she's good. Mm-hmm. It's hard yeah. to tell sometimes because they were dead silent for Taya versus Lady Frost. And I like that match. They I thought were... it was good. It was good, and the the fight when when Lady Frost is doing her acrobatic like springboards toward the toward the corner, and Taya just fucking took her took her head off. It was great, and (laughs) the Tass was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was like, "God damn, that's how you do it." (laughs) I don't know why I just turned him into Jim Cornette, but (laughs) but yeah, I think if I was booking the show, I would. Because Taya was in WWE for a little bit, so you could put her in with the Outcast. You could totally do it. I'd have oh, the Outcast. She was for just a tiny bit for like four I months, forgot. but <laughs> you could yeah. still do it for storyline purposes. I would have the Outcast cost help Taya win, and then you could bring Jade into that storyline too to spice yeah. it up more. Fucking kind of needs it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the, that's the thing with Jade is that she just feels like a squash machine. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, like, I think if you put her with any of the top faces, or it, and when I say top faces, I just mean top talents. I think it's mm-hmm. gold. I oh think yeah, it's absolute gold. Um, I think she's absolutely good enough to do a program with, especially like she's at least on the level of Soraya at this point in Soraya's career. Soraya, yeah. But if you like put her with the top people, like. Jamie and Tony and Ruby, they're like all such veterans that they could help Jade they a lot. Can, they can pull her through a match. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're willing to do it with Soraya, then you can absolutely do it with uh, Jade. With with Jade. Because mm-hmm. um, it, it's time. She's mm-hmm. had like what? Like 56, ma- 56 wins? No, she's at 60 now, right? Yeah, that's the thing. Is like <laughs> At least give her opponents that aren't the squashes. Mm-hmm. Like have her run through some legit talent. Well, yeah, like when she beat Athena and stuff, that was awesome. Yeah, they got to have they got to they gotta do that stuff more. I think Athena's sure. another person they need to bring up back from Ring of Honor and have her join the Outcast because she'd be great in that group. Yes, she would. I, I yeah, the green hair and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So let let's else. What, what do we? What do we? What do we? What do we? <laughs> I guess we. We haven't really talked about the FTR versus. I mean, we sort of talked about Jeff Jarrett, but not. 
we can talk about the liking the Jeff Jarrett stuff now. Oh, I talked a, a little bit about those guys repeatedly Jeff... booking themselves on the show. Yeah. But of all those guys, like Jeff Jarrett has made this Sanjay Dutt group actually work. I was going to say, if if all those guys booked themselves as well as Jeff Jarrett has been, then <laughs> they'd, all, they'd all be great. <laughs> yeah, like this group when it was Sanjay and uh, Satnam and Lethal. Who else was in it? Just Lethal. Jay Before... Lethal, who, I mean, fucking boo Jay Lethal. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and whoever else was in it, it wasn't getting over. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very flat. And then you have the online people who don't like Jay Lethal because he's Jay Lethal. And it wasn't working, but it, they were repeatedly on the show. And then you bring in Jeff Jarrett, and he's rejuvenated this, mm-hmm. which is funny because. For his whole illustrious career, I've always hated Jeff Jarrett. Mm-hmm. Like, legit go away. He bored the shit out of me. Did not like him. Um, but I've loved this new GCW era, Jeff Jarrett. Mm-hmm. The last, what's he called himself? The, the last outlaw? Is that what he calls himself now? Yeah, like where he just shows up to indie wrestling events and fucking hits a man in the head with a guitar. Kills Effie. It's fucking great. <laughs> like, Jeff Jarrett versus the versus the Mark indie guys is the Jeff Jarrett I like. Mm-hmm. That I like. I essentially I like long hair, like new long hair Jeff Jarrett versus old long. Where not when he was wearing the like fucking dicky yeah. around his fucking mm-hmm. <laughs> looking like a fucking Chippendale, not Chippendale Jeff Jarrett. Mm-hmm. I like I like, like this new like fucking outlaw Jeff Jarrett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been good. And like when they brought in Mark Briscoe, I was like, oh, what are they doing? But then yeah. that even that's been super entertaining. Like that episode where they went to his farm, like that was hilarious. Yeah, it was so funny. <laughs> and Jeff Jarrett on the lawnmower is mm-hmm. my favorite thing. Somehow they found seven foot three long overalls for Satin and Singh. And they had Sanjay <laughs> doing the fucking like little little like dance. the jig. Yeah, it's like. I imagine we're gonna have Homer out there with, or was it Bart? Who had the the the, the jug? The jug of two, two, two. I don't remember. I want to say Homer. Homer or Bart. Yeah, I don't remember. Two. But yeah, Jeff Jarrett had his guitar during that. But it's been so good. And then really funny. Uh, Papa Briscoe does not trust these men. Yeah, he's like, don't trust um, these boys. And then, like, look at these idiots <laughs> no, <they're laughs> dancing here. in the field <laughs> um, but then you have the whole angle with FTR where you, you're playing on the serious emotions of <laughs> Mark Briscoe with FTR and his brother Jay and you have the love that they had and then you have Jeff Jarrett's guys who were clearly using Mark Briscoe to get at FTR and then you have the whole whiskey thing, the whiskey in the eyes, mm-hmm. the, the pile driver, the pile driver, which is really well done. And then you have Mark Briscoe going out and slapping FDR. And then my favorite moment of all time, uh, Mark Briscoe slapping Jeff Jarrett out of his hat. Yeah, he slapped him so hard. First, <laughs> his, he's... Feathered, his feathered hair flopping mm-hmm. in the air as he as he sells it like a gunshot. First, he um, stiff armed Karen Jarrett, which was hilarious. And then. <laughs> Pushed uh, Sanjay over and then slapped Jeff and 
told Jay to chill out. It was awesome. It's good. Yeah, he did, he goes up to Jay. He's just like, I like you, but these guys fucking suck. Mm-hmm. It's like that's good. I thought he was gonna kick Sanjay in the dick. Yeah, I really wanted him to slap Sanjay or not Sanjay. I I wanted him to slap Satnam. Yeah, I really wanted him to slap Satnam. That'd been great. But, a couple uh, weeks ago, Satnam. Satnam took that huge table bump off the stage for FTR where they ran, and they just ran out and pushed him off the stage. <laughs> that was a skyscraper bump. Yeah. yeah. The man's never taken a wrestling bump in his life, and his mm-hmm. first one is through a fucking table. Hey, trial by fire, baby. I'm sure somebody said, hey, this has got to be your first one or something like that. And then he fucking did the double choke slam on mm-hmm. FTR last week, which looked great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like Satnam. I think he's fun. He he just plays that Jake Hager role that I liked before mm-hmm. he turned into the Jake Hater. Jake Hager. I'm a Jake Hater. Um <laughs> uh yeah, I think when the AEW game comes out, I want to make Satnam and Omos from WWE yes. as a tag team and, then and just kiss. yeah, and just make them kiss and then um <laughs> they'll now be kiss. Yeah, and they'll be like the um Titan does of terror or something. I don't know. I'll call him something goofy. But, yes, yes, yes. But yeah. Ooh, you know what? Another thing we had on this episode that I like, and I really do like this feud, um, is the contract signing between Chris Jericho and Adam Cole. Mm. Yes. I loved Cole on the mic here. It was great. He had the fire. He's breaking down everything he's going to do to Chris Jericho. I'm going <laughs> to break your legs. I'm going to break your hands. I'm going to break your jaw. Mm-hmm. You won't be able to walk. You won't be able to sign contracts, and you won't be able to talk. Mm-hmm. I was like, "This is awesome!" And Chris Jericho was like, "You, there's no way you can beat me." I was like, "Man, his fucking best friend Roderick Strong just beat you last week." Yeah, no, so, oh man, that match ruled too. That match was that so was good, hard as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> that match was one of the best matches of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By a long I, shot. <laughs> I love the the pinfall on like the stairwell lip. Like they weren't even on the stairwell; they were like above the stairs. Like that was cool. The fucking chops in that match. Mm-hmm. Roderick Strong's chops are gunshot, more like a cannon. Yeah, he made Chris Jericho bleed. Like I was FDR say, style. Jericho's got that old man skin now that bleeds real easy when you chop it. So. Because remember when Chris Jericho's remember, got heavy chops too, so mm-hmm. they were just fucking blistering each other. And mm-hmm. then they came outside, and Cole just double tapped to the back of the head. Yeah, because <laughs> what was it? Jericho signed that had like a legal injunction where Adam Cole wasn't allowed in the building. Yeah, so. So they're outside, and he fucking literally puts Chris Jericho in the dirt. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. I love that. The fucking I remember boom. While in the flower beds. Yeah. At some point in the match, Roderick ate ice cream and then smeared it all over Chris Jericho in the middle of the match. And oh yeah, the fucking <laughs> when they are in the crowd and it and Taz says, it just looks like a parade is following. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. it looked dangerous. Mm-hmm. Like they were just like fighting in this crowd of people. Mm-hmm. And the crowd was the going nuts. Stuff, they were yeah. right around them. Fucking guys kept running into the shot and security was just like rugby tackling them into mm-hmm. garbage cans and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like it was, it looked, it was like ECW out there and I loved it. Oh yeah. Speaking of ECW during this promo from this past yes. week, I thought he was going to bring out a uh, uh, Kyle O'Reilly. I, yeah. I thought Kyle O'Reilly was back, but nope, it was like Sabu. Brought out Sabu. Mm-hmm. Last time I saw this man, he could barely walk. 
and yeah. he still looks like he can barely walk. Mm-hmm. But he brings out Sabu, and Chris Jericho knows who Sabu is because Chris Jericho wrestled in ECW. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how the crowd knew who Sabu was when he was talking about. Is that did he have a gimmick with like homicidal? Yeah, his whole like, thing was he's okay. suicidal, homicidal, genocidal, the death defying Sabu. Yeah. Okay, so he did that, and I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like the fucking connection between him and Adam Cole. Me, I don't, I don't either. Um, but Sabu comes out, and people have been memeing the shit out of this, where they keep uh, superimposing Sabu's head over top of all the. Uh, where, he, where he's, images. I was gonna say where he's where he's Over Bobby Fish. Fish is yeah, <laughs> it's funny because like Bobby Fish is so old, it doesn't really look out of place. Sabu, mm-hmm. because Bobby Fish is younger. Bobby Fish is older than Sabu. Bobby Sabu Fish is. is uh, Bobby Fish has never looked so good. Yeah, Bobby Fish is like nine hundred fifty years old. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, Bobby Fish has got to be. <laughs> Killing him, not killing himself, but hurt, mad at himself for leaving the yeah, company. That's a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. And apparently, a fucking head's hanging out of pants or something. I don't know. That was weird. Whatever he posted, I was like, "What is he talking about?" Someone's got to check on Bobby Fish mm-hmm. because that man's losing his fucking mind. Mm-hmm. That insult made no sense. I've seen better heads. Um, I've seen a better set of heads hanging out of uh, pants. I guess what? the dude he likes dickheads or something. But also, what does better what what's the insult? I don't know. Like so, Roderick, go check on your boy Bobby. Like he's he's losing his mind. I think maybe he's his mind is finally going after nine hundred years. Oh yeah. Like he's, he's like uh, he's Yoda at the end of Return of the Jedi. He's just ready to disappear. <laughs> Fucking Bobby Fish. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, I mean, he donated to Wentz, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was He's always a little cuckoo. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, this was this is great. I fucking love it. Uh, Sabu got to Sabu fucking... Do his chair throw? 2, 2.0 in the head with his chairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to see him get physical at all. No, he's way too... He's too he old, too broken. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. Wrestle now. It's really sad. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to see any of that. But in terms of like... Was this his hometown? Yeah, they said he lived in Las Vegas, so I'm okay, sure. Okay, great. In terms of like bringing him in for his fans from his hometown to give him a pop fucking fantastic Mm -hmm. i love it i love it and one other thing that i really like i like how AEW will bring guys in for a promo segment like this and then two of the guys will stay to just have a match Mm -hmm. like then they just take off their shirt and they're fighting Mm -hmm. their match which is cool because right after this we get daniel garcia versus roderick strong really like this match yeah they beat the hell out of each other Beat the shit out of Daniel Garcia. I love how much uh, Taz hates Garcia's dance. Mm-hmm. He's like, there's that weird little dance he does. I hate it. it makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's great. Which It's funny because it's just the salsa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just salsa dancing. Taz. Yeah. You should know what that is from New York. Um, but yeah, it's a good episode. Good episode. It really was. 
weird episode, but I liked it. Um, yeah, ending it with the with the bucks in the crowd with their shit eating grin. We know they're going to be covered in blood at the end of this. Um, you were saying for a while that AEW need to bring back the chaotic in the crowd backstage brawls, mm-hmm. and it looks like they're doing that again. They did it with Roddy. They did it with somebody else recently. Actually, no, pretty much just the Roddy and. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, they, they'll do it this Sunday in the um, the Anarchy in the Arena. That's what I'm saying. They're bringing that back a little bit. Um, yeah, good shit. I think the I think people are underselling how fantastic this Four Pillars match is going to be. I think it's going to be insane. Oh, it's going to be. Those dudes are going to kill each other. These guys can absolutely go. It's going to be the wildest shit we've ever seen. Um, And I cannot wait. It's going to be good stuff. And with that, I think we will... Yeah, we've been going an an hour and a half. It's good to be back. Yes, it is. We've been going a long time. Um, But I should say, uh, for Collision going forward, we'll just talk about Collision when we record these. Yeah, we're not doing another one. Um, yeah, I don't think my wife would be very happy do if I a podcast this weekend. We'll see. Okay. Um, I'm going have... to a concert on Saturday, so I my voice may be shot. Okay, I'm off Monday, um, so we could we could record it. Yeah, we we could do it Monday. We'll see if I have a voice. If I don't have a voice, then we'll just wait until Wednesday and give like a a brief rundown of what we loved. Mm-hmm. For uh, from the previous week, um, and sadly, I just realized that I'm not going to be able to watch Collision live because it's fa- they did it on they're doing it on Father's Day weekend. Oh man! So I'm not even going to be in my Wi-Fi is not even going to be good enough where I'm going to be to watch it because I'm going to be at a cottage. So, oh well. All right. Do 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 do.